What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Music Corner of State Awaits. I'm Nate. I'm Trent. And I'm Tuesday. <laughs> and today, we're back. It is not Tuesday, though, but it is, it's Thursday. It is Thursday. And you know what? We got new tunes for the people like you. And it is actually a bit more on the uh, hip-hop spectrum today, unexpectedly, but a couple other uh, other ones thrown in here, but um, we'll get to them all. But first, we're going to start off with an interesting one here from, um, I'm going to butcher his name, uh, Gaius Guevara uh, and the album There Will Be No Super Slave. Sebastian, take it away. Yes, this was a good album. Uh, I definitely really fucked with it. The samples were really good, uh, very funny at times. Um, I'm going to let Nate take that away because he was the one who brought it to my attention far before it happened. But, yeah, this was very good. Uh, The flow was all there. It was really good. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It was really good. The samples were great. The transitions, man, they were good. They were really, really solid. Um, yeah, honestly, I would love to hear some more from this person, and I am very excited for more. Uh, 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, this was, uh, this was something. This was an album I wasn't even expecting to listen to. Uh, I follow this one page, um, on Instagram called Album Collectors, who just shares weekly, like, new albums that come on everything, and, like, you know, his or her take, I'm not, I'm not sure which gender they are, but shout out either way. Uh, but no, like... This one caught me by surprise. So that was the first thing that Sebastian mentioned that caught my attention was the samples. Because in this first song alone, intro, you get a wave of just samples from like wide variety. Like there's like the the Fergie National Anthem bit. There's a, a couple SpongeBob ones thrown in there. If I'm not mistaken, there was a Chris Cornell one too. I think he was like singing at one point. I was like, oh shit, like there's a lot going on here. And like it's all both like kind of like serious dealing with like race and everything like that and like you know political world problems and then like it's just goofy too because there's also that one bit where it was uh, from years ago where this one uh it was like this one like black news reporter who had the bug flying to his mouth and he's like what the fuck was that and he's like i'm dad in this country it was so funny if you've never seen that video but man what i think is also just like the best part of this album is just how alternative hip hop it is. Like you get songs that are like drill beats a little bit. You get ones that are like more on the experimental side, a little boom bap, some trap. Like it's a nice mixed bag here, very diverse. Um there's, he's just he's got amazing flow and some of these like also other samples that he uses like musically wise, not just like from a show or movie or whatever. Like it just kind of comes out of nowhere, you know? Like, there's, like, a little bit of, like, a classical one in the first song alone, Free Mirror. And then in, I believe it was the, the Ski Mask Ain't for COVID, there's, like, this, like, I don't even know. What would you call it, Sebastian? Like, it, like that dancey kind of, like, Egyptian kind of thing? Yeah, honestly, it sounded like a Timbaland beat. It did. It, it really did. Like, that's exactly, like, the best way to put it. And, like, there's also a great uh, a great little uh, sample in there, too, of just, like, what is that kind of thing? And it, it killed me the first listen. I was just blown away by, like, how great this is and more so how underrated this guy is. Like, he is not known at all. I think there was only, like, 40-some thousand monthly listeners. I'm like, what? With how, like, 
solid this album is. Are you kidding me? The only complaint that I have, and this is because I mainly listen to this with headphones, the vocals are a bit quiet. Like, if you have a regular speaker, it's totally fine. You can hear it normally. It is what it is. But with headphones, you can definitely tell that the vocals are definitely a little bit quieter, and you kind of have to turn it up. But even when you do do that, the music kind of, like, overlaps it. So it's like, oh, man, you know, that's it, it, that kind of sucks. But it's not the worst thing in the world, you know? Like, it's tolerable. Um, and that's really, like, my only complaint. Otherwise, this album is fantastic. Uh, it's an 8.5 out of 10 for me as well. It is probably going to make a top 20 at the very least. It is that good. I'm excited to see what else this guy comes out with and you should all definitely check it out. Trent, take it away. So yeah, this was definitely uh, an album. Uh, <laughs> the samples and the transitions, like Sebastian said, I mean, we all listened to this at the same time. Yeah. So it was, um, we all got like the same, you know, comments flying, but no, I, I liked it. I gave it a 7.5. I mean, you two really took what I was going to say about it. But uh no, overall, I mean the the OJ Simpson little bit was just that, <laughs> that got me laughing, but it was such a good transition into the next song. Yeah. Honestly, amazing work overall. So, 7.5 out of 10 is pretty good. Very nice. All right, moving along. We got an album here, a debut album from Chat Pile, God's Country. Wow. All right, so Chat Pile is uh, very new to me entirely. N- never even knew this was a band, you know, whatnot, but man, do, do, do they give it all? Do they give it some fucking heat and some, like, really dark twisted fucking mind of whatever they they did to come up with this shit because this is wild this is some heavy shit this is like noise rock at its finest with like some industrial influences thrown in there uh the biggest vibe i got from this was definitely like from daughters if anyone's familiar with that one it's it definitely gave me some uh you won't get what you want kind of vibes uh solid album by the way by daughters definitely check that one out as well uh but just uh, i Everything is wild on this one. Like, just some key highlights here would be, like, Why, which is literally, like, almost a whole song where the vocalist is just yelling, why do people live outside? And it just getting angrier and angrier as the song goes on. I'm like, you know, I am questioning now. Why do people live outside? And uh, you got, you know, Wicked Puppet Dance, uh, Anywhere... Uh, what else here? Tropical Beaches Incorporated, The Mask, just to name another few songs here. And then the one, uh, I forgot to pull it up here, but uh, I'm going to see if I can get it here in time. The last song on this album had a very weird name to it, and try, literally trying to find the track list. Here it is. Grimace Smoking Weed JPEG. <sighs> Jesus Christ, that one was something too. That was like... That was a trip. That was a nine. It's the longest song on the album at nine minutes, and it's just a, it's it's a meltdown. It's practically like a meltdown, and it was wild. It's not up there. It's not up there with um uh, Iowa, you know, by a uh, Slipknot, but it's definitely like, whew. That was an interesting one. That was an interesting listen. This whole album was an interesting listen, and it's definitely well worth the eight out of ten that I gave it. Trent, take it away. So I unfortunately didn't get to finish this. Um, I only got to the song The Mask, which is two away. Uh, But overall, from what I got from it, um, it was definitely 
an interesting album. Uh, I did not know that people lived outside, but I'm glad that I know now. <laughs> uh, you know, the noise rock stuff, it's, uh, you know, it's an interesting style, definitely very niche, uh, I would say. But overall, I, I think they did a really good job. Um, the vocalist uh, here and there, it kind of got annoying. I think that was just on that song, though, just because it was over and over. But, um, but yeah. I, I did enjoy it. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I didn't know how to feel about it in the beginning. Uh, and I'm sure after I actually finish those last two songs, uh, I'll have like, you know a better opinion on it. But for now, yeah, 8 out of 10 from what I've heard from most of the album. So. Yes, sir. Sebastian? Woo. Um, <laughs> we're playing uh, a little bit of roulette here with the microphone, so <laughs> I do apologize for any... Uh, any weird microphone passing sounds that there may may transpire. Uh, Yeah, Chat Pile, God's Country. This went unnecessarily hard right off the bat. I I remember it was kind of like a jump scare for me because I was reviewing some nature stuff for work and all of a sudden the first song just came on and just like blew my eardrums because I had it a little bit past halfway. And uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. I will say it died down a little bit throughout, but uh, I mean, hey, dude, these people, they need to come in where there's AC. I feel bad that they're living outside. There's a lot of heat. There's a lot of issues with climate change. You know, we got to invite them in. A lot of unused area, you know, It's, uh, it's good. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I really, really liked the momentum of this album. It was fun. It was meme worthy. Uh, it just, yeah, honestly, this was a very surprising project. It had a lot of twists and turns. It was probably the closest thing I will get to a, a good Melvin's album again. Um, yeah, honestly, this is an 8 out of 10. Yeah, that's a good comparison, yeah. Uh, but yeah, alrighty, moving along here. We got the uh, debut album as well from Flo Millie. You still here, ho? Uh, Trent, take it away. If you've been around the music corner long enough, you already know what I think of this album. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, stuff like this, like, um, like, this reminded me of Kilo Kish a little bit. For me, not 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 like sonically, no. But like in my eyes, like the type of album, like not not music wise, not music wise, but how I think of it, it probably it probably came off a little bit wrong. Probably. How I how I yeah keep 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 going yeah, um, yeah I didn't really like it. Not my music at all. I thought her voice was annoying. That's just me. Uh, for a debut, though, I mean, hey, if it works, it works. Uh, that's all I'll say about that because I feel like I'm going to get jumped trying to get out of here. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's a 3 out of 10 for me currently. So, All right. Sebastian. <laughs> so, yeah, Trent and I have the same score going here. Um, I really, I really did not enjoy this whatsoever. Um, not for the same reason. Not, not for the same reason. Me, not the same reason. <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, this uh, missed me with this thought shit this time. Um, I'm sorry. Like, I I was trying to get through it, and I was hoping that it would at least, you know, just be pleasing over time. But the beats 
were just awful right off the bat. Like, honestly, this was some just, like, shitpost-level beats, and I did not enjoy it whatsoever. Uh, for calling herself Flo Millie, I feel like her flow is really not that good. Um, honestly, I gotta put that shit into the Imperial scale. No more milligrams here. Uh, did not enjoy it whatsoever. Uh, and I will say, she can stab me all she want, but I ain't sliding right. That's all I'm saying. Like, this, I did not enjoy it whatsoever. Um, there are, <laughs> it's just too bright. Honestly, if, if I were to call the mix one thing, it would just be way too bright because her voice could work if it was mixed well enough with these beats, but I feel like it just sticks out like a sore thumb really bad on this. And one thing I will give it that was good is that at least the beats got a tad better mixed later on. I still don't think they're good. Um, I don't think anyone could do these beats justice. I just, I don't know. I feel like she just went the, through the, like the royalty free track route. It was just uh, three out of ten for me, just through and through. And uh, unpopular opinion, I fucked with this album. I'm not gonna lie. I think the reasons that you guys didn't like it, well, I don't know about you, Trent, but <laughs> but I, mean, I didn't think of Kilo Gish, but but there's no eight bit. Talk about this later. We'll kick his ass. No, um, but like. <laughs> the um no like the brightness of this album and like the the thought shit if you will i don't know for some reason the way she did it it was great because it wasn't like cardi b or megan the stallion with the constant ah, you know like we didn't get any of that on this album uh we did get rico nasty which okay you know me, 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 me. that's that that is what it is but Overall, I didn't mind it. Like, it, it was fine. It was a fine listen for me. Uh, I really love songs like, you know, PBC, you know, uh, was a Pretty Black Cute is what it is. Um, no Face, Do It Better, Pretty Girls, Big Steppa, and, uh, pay, uh, oh, no, not Payday, uh, On My Nerves. It's, it's, you know, it's not for everybody, as you can tell, but, you know, if you're down for some thought pop shit, thought rap hip hop shit, Flow Millie is not bad to me, and I will stand by that. It is an 8 out of 10 for me, and go off. Go off, Flow Millie. <laughs> but yeah, there you have it. First half down, another to go. Before we get there, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we're back. Alrighty, we're hopping into now with a new Stick to Your Guns album, Spectre. Sebastian, take it away. I thought this was pretty good butt rock for me. I'm kidding. No, it's a pretty good metal album. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was good. I don't. No, I'll be I'll be honest, sir. I don't really have too much to say about a lot of albums this week, and I do apologize. But my notes are very slim pickings out here. Um, I had to listen to some of these very passively, and this was one of them. I did like the screams a lot. I did like a lot of the more just like hardcore kind of tracks that went through, and yeah, I mean it's it's good. Uh, honestly, better than the Bond film that it was named after. Uh, yeah, I I thought it was good. I'm gonna give this one a seven point five out of ten. Yeah, not a bad review, still though. Uh, Trent, take it away. Uh, it's metal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Overall, um, what did I give this? Where is it at? Uh, yeah, I give it a six. I mean, it's it was okay. I mean, it's nothing new. We have this conversation over and over again about this type of stuff. So, yeah, there's really not much I can say about it. 
So I mean, instrumentals I always love in metal. So that I liked at least. Six out of ten. Nate, take it away. Taken away. Yeah, I uh, I fuck with Sick to Your Guns. I used to not like them for some reason. I don't know what it was, but like I remember listening to like their uh, like older albums, I guess you could say, or middle middle years albums, and I just thought it was kind of like mid. But then after seeing them live, I was like, okay, I really need to revisit these guys because man, they have a lot of fucking energy and they really bring bring it on with the crowd. You know, I fuck with it. Um, but yeah, this album was uh, probably like one of their finer ones i would say it's not like the best in the world but it's definitely like a it's solid you know if you like your hardcore metalcore kind of stuff this is it right here uh it's got a nice little spooky black and white dog photo in the album cover we love that get the little oz going in there um some songs here that i also enjoyed well weapon who dare win who dares wins uh a world to win the shine and liberate just to name a few um i guess like a couple things i really didn't like is uh obviously like the repetitiveness of course because it 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 does it's you know it's the genre and um some of the acoustic parts i just didn't think fit for the album especially for the album art aesthetic and everything you think this is going to be like some beat down in your face shit and it's just kind of like you know i guess a little bit like that but not entirely if that makes sense but overall it's still a good listen it's still an 8 out of 10 for me and there are just no bad albums this week for me apparently because we're just keeping on rolling but all right, moving along, we got a new uh, we got a new album here from Joey Badass, two thousand. Trent, take it away. I closed my notes. How <laughs> dare Yeah. Um. Yeah, this one uh, I give it a six out of ten as well. Uh, the fucking piano in the intro is <laughs> like, oh, I bet you didn't all go play piano, <laughs> and he just starts rapping over it. That was very funny. Um, overall, yeah, I mean it's nothing new for me with this kind of style but yeah i it's weird that i have nothing to say about it because i i feel like i i did and i just probably didn't write it down i can't remember but i'll probably give it another listen but yeah it wasn't too bad but overall i mean six out of ten it's the middle of the road not too bad nate dig your <laughs> you can't go wrong with that yeah no uh this is definitely a pretty solid album it's my first one listening to uh joey badass i guess it's like I guess you can call it a sequel to his uh, album 1999. You know, it seems at least it's it's following the years. You know, excuse me, I just burped. Um, but yeah, no, I I fucked with this album. It, it was like you know, kind of on the boom bap side of things a little bit here and there. You know, you got your little like the old school. I guess like somewhat like 90s influenced hip hop. You know, just not entirely like that production or sound. You know, but you can hear the influence for sure. Uh, you got some solid features from the boy West Side Gun. <laughs> I uh, got a little JID feature. You also got a Chris Brown feature that isn't terrible. You know, the song's fine. It's just, it's Chris Brown. So, fuck him. Uh, Diddy is also in the first song that Trent mentioned, the, the baddest with the piano in the background. But, uh, yeah, it's it's good hip-hop. If you like your hip-hop, you'll probably fuck with this album. Some other ones I enjoyed here, uh, song-wise too, including the, the features I mentioned. Brand new 911, Eulogy, Zip Codes, Show Me, and uh, Head High, to name a few. And just like that, it's another 8 out of 10. Sebastian, take it away. Yeah, this is a very strong album. Uh, the first track, man, you know what, dude? I couldn't believe it, but he did play piano, and he did very well. Uh, Guy just went off, man. Uh, This is probably the best Hamilton song I've heard in a while. Uh, But all jokes aside, 
it's still banged very fucking hard. Uh, beats are very dynamic, and I really just like the uh, just the flow of it, whether it be more of a harder track or a mellow track. Uh, yeah, honestly. The only thing I will say I didn't like was not really anything on Joey's part was just the Chris Brown feature because, uh, as Nate said, fuck him. Um, yeah, I just – I really – Really don't understand why anybody features him. I get it. Guy makes money, but, you know, yeah, that's all I need to say. Uh, at least we got a JID feature to make up and also a good West Side feature as well. Uh, Zip Codes, that song had some of the wildest flow I think I've heard on this whole album. It was pretty good. Uh, I really fucked with it. Um, but yeah, not all the tracks are super hard bangers, but at the same time, like I said, the dynamics of this album more than well enough make up for every kind of issue I have. And yeah, I really fuck with it. Eight out of 10. Yeah. Any answer? All right. We're on to the last album and it's the boys, specifically the suicide boys. Sing me a lullaby, my sweet temptation. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're back. And you know what? They're better than ever. You know, this album uh, is following up their uh, 2021 album, which what was that one called? The Long-Term Effects of Suffering, which we reviewed and we, we liked it. Trent really liked it. Trent really liked it. I know me and Sebastian were kind of on the fence about it. I ended up giving it a seven and a half because I was like, you know, it's acceptable, but it's not the best work that I've heard from them. It's the boys. It's the suicidal boys. Um, and on this one, they're they're bringing some fucking heat now. Like it, they made that album look like it was genuinely like just poo poo, poo poo dog shit. Like this album is what should have been long term effects of suffering. So that way we can just wait for some more fresh shit for Sing Me a Lullaby. This album is just intense. You know, you got your fucking, you got your fucking your culture, you got your thousand blunts, in constant sorrow, your ashes of luxury, eulogy, Suicide Boys were better in 2015. Um, but like, man, this is like, if, if you like your, you know, spooky, scary skeletons, emo, sad boy rap, uh, this is for you. And while I'm not a sad boy myself, I do enjoy the sad boy taste of music. And this hits. It definitely hits hard. And, uh, yeah, I just, I fuck with it. If you like Suicide Boys, you'll like it. It's an 8.5 out of 10 for me for sure. Uh, Sebastian, take it away. Sorry, my snake was out, so I was just making a, I was just talking to Trent about it because it's just, it's just funny. She looks like a zombie rising out of the ground. Um, but, yeah, there's some really cool boom bap tropes that through, uh, appear throughout this album. And I, I like when the boys go for this style. It's cool to see them go through that instead of, like, their typical, like, I'm sad, you know, but I'm going to fuck your bitch anyway. Uh, but, yeah, there are some of your typical Suicide Boy bangers. You know, you got Eulogy. That one I thought was really just – that was dark, man. That was, that was good. It was dark, though. Um, the Evil Men That Do and then, of course, Thousand Blunts. You know, those those songs are probably my favorites throughout the album as well. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's not a bad thing that they stick to their guns and even try a little bit of boom bap here and there. It at least shows that they want to kind of breach out into different styles. Wait, you stick to your guns? We already reviewed that album, you silly goose. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I like the beat switch-ups a lot, and... Uh, I really like I really like how it just helps the album stand out a little bit more because long term effects, man. 
I was really hoping for more like of the typical switch ups where they start off with that like darker voice and then go up into like those high staccato flows and stuff like that. So I'm glad that they appeared more on this album because that's, I don't know, that's kind of like their signature. Um, yeah, and there are some cool, more to- uh, chilled out tones around. And at least they are not present throughout the whole album or else I probably would have been asleep. Um, but yeah, definitely a huge, huge step up from the last album. I'm giving this one an 8 out of 10. Yes, sir. Trent, take it away. Uh, yeah, so... As Nate said, we had long-term effects uh, last year, which I absolutely loved. Um, and then now Sing Me a Lullaby, which I didn't even know they were coming out with another album this year, so that made me happy when I saw that on the list. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. Uh, like everybody else, Thousand Blunts, Banger, Eulogy, it was dark, it's great. Uh, the Suicide Boys are better in 2015. It's a little funny. Um, but yeah, I overall... I don't think there was a song that I liked more than Bleach off of last year's because Bleach went hard. Okay, yeah, but that was like the that was like the. But I liked the album overall, and I actually I listened to it again recently, um, and I I really messed with most of it. But no, I gave this one an eight point five out of ten. I honestly, it's probably for on my scale, on par or maybe a little bit better than last year's. Um, but yeah, overall, keep fucking doing it, Suicide Boys, and I'll keep fucking loving. <laughs> keep being suicidal, dude. We'll, we'll love it. <laughs> I, I listened to Antarctica for the first time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like the actual like full song, because I, I keep seeing the memes about it, oh, like the car ones. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what is that song? And somebody put it in the comments, and I was like, oh, okay. And this is the fucking, let me the number. I fucking love it. All right. Well, it's been the week. Before we go, though, album recommendations. Sebastian, what do you got for us today? I was kind of afraid that I wasn't going to have an album recommendation. And then I realized I'm getting a little bit back into skate punk. Um, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not into that MGK punk. I'm a real punk. I'm the kind of guy who doesn't shower for three days straight and I only drink Monster. Um, actually, no. What do punks drink? Probably, like... Pipeline Punch Monster. IPAs. Yeah. IPAs. Yeah. Okay. IPAs. Yeah. Never mind. I'm an IPA drinker now. Um, but yeah, I'm going to talk about an album by the band Satanic Surfers. Uh, I actually bought this one on vinyl while we were in, uh, while Nate and I were in England. We found this one in like an underground punk shop. Quite literally, it was like underground. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, this one has a little bit of hardcore mixed in there as well. It's just, it's pretty fast. It's pretty gnarly. It's 26 minutes. You're honestly not going to lose much time out of your life, even if you don't enjoy this that much. But if you want to get more into punk, if you want to try out something that's a little bit older, something a little bit more, um, how can I say, punk veteran friendly, then check out Satanic Surfers, Going Nowhere Fast. Hell yeah. Trent? So uh, I don't have an album recommendation, but I did want to talk about an album that I missed um, due to me not being on the episode. Uh, and that is Jackpot Juice here by Dance Gavin Dance. No! I did not like this album. Boom. I know. It really it's I think it's it's the the clean vocals I I just can't do. Like even I listened to Mothership and I was like I can't do it. I don't know what is that is it a new singer? Is that why? No. No. no? Still still same. Really? Wow. Probably the last one with him, but yeah. Yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't take it. Um, 
Yeah, I think, you know, obviously the instrumentals on the album were were great through and through. I think David, Dance Gavin Dance does a great job with that. Uh, even like some of the older stuff I've heard. Um, yeah, I th- believe overall I gave it a five and a half out of ten or a six. I can't remember. Uh, I don't can't find it in my notes right now. But yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about that because I know Nate and Sebastian out here loving Dance Gavin Dance. So I wanted to give it a little bit of that. Yeah. But yeah, that is it for me. Okay, great. Good, great. Uh, so I got here uh, Kraftwerk, The Man Machine, one of these OG electronic music acts, you know. They, they're, they're something, you know. Like this album, I didn't know what to expect, but like I saw, once again, mentioning the albums collector, uh, who I mentioned like earlier uh, on Instagram and everything, uh, put this in his, uh, his or her uh, selection of... Uh, favorite electronic music kind of things here and so like it was found in like the uh, electronic music section of his that he was doing like the best of and uh, I saw this album and I was like oh it's short too and I need an album to listen to for work I was like okay cool and you know they're long songs but it's pretty cool it's like just like these early concepts of like electronic music that kind of sounds like it would be in like an old like I wouldn't say Atari game but definitely like some kind of like retro sci-fi movie or even like arcade you'd hear it and what I find funny too about it is that like any song title you see is what they're going to repeat most likely throughout the rest of the album like the robots the literally like the only lyric is we are the robots and it's sung in like a robotic voice so Pretty interesting here. Kind of cool. Space Lab's kind of the same. Uh, I think the model, they did that as well. But, yeah, it's really cool electronic music. And, yeah, check it out. The Man Machine Craftwork. But, all right, that's going to do it for this episode. Trent Sebastian, as always, thank you for joining. And we'll see you guys next episode. It's been the Music Corner of our State Awaits. And we are signing off.